Is that how yeah. you start a show on? on you didn't live? hit start. I I see. Oh my gosh! Look at all these people in the comments already. What's up, Chris Seward? I messaged you back today, by the way. Hey, Ross. I should hey, say Rachel. hi, Ross, to you first. <laughs> yes. <laughs> hey, Rachel. How are you? I'm great. Um, did you? I I did a live stream just like in the last hour. Did you happen to see it? I did not. We have um, major winds going on in Denver. And when I say major, I mean like blowing glass in on buildings. Wow. Wind. They shut the airport down wind. So I'm really excited to be here with you. And uh, if anyone, if if my Wi-Fi cuts out impromptu, it is not my fault. <laughs> but you're you're okay. Your your house isn't rattling. No, no, but I we no and but wow, it's it's intense. I mean, I think have you have you ever been like stuck? I know it usually it seems to be my issues here in Denver for whatever reason. But have you ever been stuck or been waylaid by weather for a live stream? Um, hmm. No, I mean I was locked out of my house once. That that kind of took. Like, <laughs> although I made it back, had a had to do a little bit of uh, work on the lock afterwards, but <laughs> I did make it in. My guest never knew. <laughs> That's awesome. Did you have to like climb in a window or something? No, I, I had to call somebody to uh, basically break into my house. That's so wild. I love that we're talking about this. And when he was fixing the lock, I was like, I the show had to start and. It, it was really, it was. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think well, I've said enough. <laughs> well, no, that's what this whole hour is going to be. So uh, we should probably tell people that they have encountered a special yeah. episode of Best of Be Live. It's a different world. Today. It is a different it's, world than it's where you come from. bizarre world. It's, uh, we're turning the world upside down. So instead of um, each week, we, we look at the shows that you guys do and we, we try and honor uh, different people we we review and so forth today we're going to turn the spotlight on each other and uh rachel's going to dig into uh my live streaming background i'm going to dig into hers we'll find things that we uh can laugh about we'll find things that we do well <laughs> hopefully and you guys will get to know us a little better um and you can learn from some of the mistakes we made and hopefully not make those and also see some <laughs> of the things that uh, that Rachel does very well, and we can all learn from that. And we'll also see the things that you do exceptionally well, and we will learn from that. Uh, but yeah, I, you know, you and I talked about this. I think we've we've interviewed mm -hmm. interviewed some of uh, the the other B Live hosts on this show. We definitely right. interviewed a lot of B Live hosts that you know use the tool, and they were like, well, "We keep saying that we know what we're doing and talking about. Perhaps mm. we should prove that." And yes. so. <laughs> That's what tonight is all about. But also, so you guys, those of you who, who checked out the show repeatedly, or even if this is your first time, you'd be like, who the heck are you people? Mm. We're, we're going to tell you all about it. And if you have any questions, as you can see by the lovely call to action feature that BeLive <laughs> lets us use, you can actually comment with those below and we will answer them. This is not to be confused with an Ask Me Anything. That's next week mm. on Owen's show. Yes. And... I love the uh, the new frame, Rachel. Nice job with the frame. Thank you. Uh, do you guys? Uh, Ross was like, "You have two microphones." I'm like, "The power of graphic design, people. This is a frame. This this is an actual microphone. This one is not an actual microphone." I thought at first it was real. I was like, "Are you finishing up a press conference?" <laughs> the media yes. gathered to hear about the special episode of Best to Be Live. Yes, I am. I am just here to talk to my fans. I don't know why I just turned to New York, but I am here to answer your questions. But um, yeah, I was I was fiddling around with this and I like it. And actually, uh, it looks like I need to work on a little bit because you can't really see our lovely little link down there. I'll work on it. I'll get it right. It'll be fine. But again, I just we just demonstrated two features of Be Live. We've got the call to action with the little bring forth your questions text, and you and notice the 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 speed of the text now is is perfect. You, can, perfect. you can put longer statements or sentences or calls to action on it or shorter ones and uh they're all, they're all equally readable and and then of course the frames, right? Like um we see so many people do really creative interesting things yes. with the frames and we kind of felt like we should step up our game too and of course uh Rachel being the designer that she is came up with our new look uh for this week <laughs> and 
we'll probably continue uh, continue working on it each week. We and will have some different things, but um, it, it, just to let you know, these tools are there. If you like them, use them. You know, and uh, Chris asks, "How do I do that call to action?" Um, Rachel, would you? I would be happy to. So you know what? Let me see here. So I will see if I can. I wonder if I can just share my screen. I could probably do that. Let me use yet another feature of BeLive. So hopefully this won't make things crazy. But I'm going to share my screen. <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm sharing my screen right now. And I'm going to add it to the top here. So, Ross, if you nice. don't mind, I'm going to solo this thing up here for a second. All right. So you guys are now looking into the background of the show. And... uh and look at there's microphones on the side. Isn't that great? Um, I didn't but, even see that other one. <laughs> that, that was over by you. So uh, to do the call to action, you click on the agenda button over here. And you'll notice now you have two options. You used to have just have one. You had agenda item. Now, agenda item is one where it's just a static. It doesn't move. See, so that's an agenda item. And it does not move anywhere. You just kind of put it up just like a lower third or a comment. But you also have this call to action item. And that is an orange. And if you do that, you can actually hit show and it'll that's when it scrolls across the bottom. So uh, I think best practice is probably not to make it such a long sentence where uh, the whole thing probably doesn't fit in a, the lower line, although you certainly can. Again, they've made the pace of this a lot slower so that it's really easy to see and doesn't give people too much you know, motion sickness, which we were, you know, you can you can easily get if, if something's going too fast, but um, like stock market stuff. But uh, but that's how you do it. And it's basically just here on call to action or agenda item. You can click either one and it'll let you like add a new one. And there you go. So that's how that is done, everybody. And again, wonderful feature. We really like that they've uh, added that to be live. And obviously it just kind of adds that little bit of extra flair um, to your broadcast. I think the one thing that I hope they add soon is that you it's for you to add emojis in that because I can't add emojis yet. And as, <laughs> as you know, I really do like adding little kind of graphic star stuff mm -hmm. as demonstrated below. And the other thing is um, with the frames, you can turn them on and you can mm -hmm. turn them off. So um, depending on what you're doing, if you want to get that full real estate for something, showing something off, you can, you can do that. Um, the other thing is um, I think what we've gotten from feedback from people is they love the call to action, but not as a constant throughout the show. It's like, Boom, here's something to pay attention to. Here it is. Uh, people watch it for a little bit. It draws mm -hmm. them in. Hopefully they take action. Um, and then you use it again a few times throughout, say, a half an hour, hour show, but not necessarily something that you keep it on uh, the entire show. Hello, Brad. Hello, Chris. Hello, Sandy. Uh, thanks for watching, everybody. And we just did a little tutorial. That. Yeah. Now, if if we were relying on that alone to demonstrate we know how to live stream, <laughs> that'd be kind of lame. So <laughs> we should probably let's dive into like what we okay. actually do on the show. Um, do you mind if I do you mind if I interview you first? Can I or we no. can even go back and forth if you want with like some. I actually wrote down some questions. I am prepared. Bring it. I'm, okay. <laughs> Ross Brand, this yes. question goes to you. Okay. What was your first live stream ever? Ever. Like, yeah, do you remember the first time you went on a live stream? Yes. Uh, what was it? It was a show. Uh, Coach Jenny and Karen Graves were hosting a show about Blab, about sort of like how to be a thought leader, how to use Blab for thought leadership or something like that. And so I finally got the nerve to call in, and I did a short little, you know, little conversation, and a couple of weeks later, I called in again, stayed on a little longer, called in a couple more shows. And I was like, all right, darn it. I'm going to start my own show. <laughs> <laughs> how many, wait, how many times had you been on before you decided to start your own show? About two or three, maybe. <laughs> You're like, this is so great. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, I had to learn. Like, um, yeah. I, I hadn't really used the webcam in my computer. I hadn't, you know, plugged in. A, I didn't have a microphone or anything. I just. Wow. It was just fly, you know, fly and go and see how, see what happens. Um, but then once I started doing the show, before I started the, the show, I, I got a microphone and I got all set up, got a, you know, had, had a laptop that would work for what I was mm -hmm. doing and everything. But um, 
Yeah. I mean, can you imagine? Back I can't. Then, I started when I started Livestream Universe and just with the idea that I was going to cover what other people were doing. So I had no <laughs> intention of ever like live streaming. And of course, once you start doing a show, then that kind of takes over. Right. Yeah. And oh. you're, you're committed to it or you're committed to not being on you know camera at all. And once I mm-hmm. got a taste of live streaming and interviewing people and all that. Um, yeah. I guess I haven't stopped since. <laughs> no, because I'm seriously, I'm trying to imagine you not having microphones and tech and, and knowing like, hey, I can go live right now and all that stuff. It's just amazing to me. Mm. Although I, I feel like you really do mirror what a lot of people feel like when they see what live streaming can do. It's it's a very mm. quick decision to say, I'm going to make my own show, right, um, right. which I mean, do, do, I don't know how how much do you think that your expectation with making the show and how how it really was to make a show? How much did those two deviate from from each other? Well, that wasn't as as different as you would think because I had a background in radio and so I had hosted oh. shows before and um, things like that. So it was more like, what do I do with video, right? And mm-hmm. how do I make this tech like the tech and all that stuff and just. I don't know. Just the idea of being on camera was I was nervous being on camera. Yeah. And, I didn't, you know, to this day, I still don't totally know where to look and all that stuff. I mean, I know, but I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? I um, but yeah, I mean, that was that was all. I mean, I, I hadn't it been probably, I don't know, eight years or whatever since I, I had last uh, done anything in radio. So it was a long time and it was like yeah. a new thing. And how is this going to go and all that? Um, but as far as like my idea of how you do a show and do interviews and stuff like that, that all kind of was, was still kind of ingrained in me. So, (laughs) yeah, well, I think that's cool that you had, you already had that part of the knowledge Mm -hmm. there. Um, I, I, I'll, I'll say too, I don't, I, and we can talk about this if we bounce back to me at all, but which we will, but um, (laughs) I thought I was in the hot seat now for an hour. You're like, Oh, do you want it? We can go back and forth. That way we're not like sweating and stuff because (laughs) it's a little more dialogue if you want. Um, But yeah, I, that's neat that you, you had already developed those interview skills. Those are hard. Mm -hmm. And, and as you know, as we've seen, some people are still developing them. Some people don't do them at all. There's their solo shows. Um, it's not the easiest thing in the world to master, to be able to have a back and forth dialogue or make a guest feel, cozy enough you know mm-hmm. to where they and you've always had that i think um and i love that you know tish is wishing you a happy birthday by the way too um but i love that you've always had that where you put your guests at ease and and i at least i felt that way i don't know if anyone else has ever been a guest on ross's show or on this show where ross is again putting you in the hot seat and you feel like mm-hmm. i didn't feel like it was hot it was totally fine seat it was lukewarm yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, I mean, I've always like valued giving the guest in this kind of environment where it's mm-hmm. friends and it's connections and it's people that, you know, generally you're inviting them on the show, not because you're, you know, not because they're in the news or they did something wrong or whatever, but because right. you admire what they do. You like what they do. You like how they broadcast, how they do live streaming, what their business is and all that kind of stuff. So um, you want them to have a positive experience. You want them to come back on your show. You want them to share it. Um, and you just want to, you know, use it as an opportunity to continue building mm-hmm. that relationship. So that's, yeah, that's something that I, I really enjoy about live streaming. And, um, you know, that's kind of what makes our show fun too, is, is that we, we do the review and we talk about what's going on with people's shows and hopefully provide some insight into how, how other people can learn from what, our featured folks are doing, but it's so much fun to have people on and, and actually yeah. meet these different hosts and get to know them a little bit better. And then after, after they've been a guest on the show, it's like, it changes the relationship. I mean, it's like the closest mm-hmm. thing to meeting people, meeting somebody in person, I think. No, I agree with that. I, and I've always loved live streaming just from the, and mm-hmm. I've said this before on the show, it brings us full circle to where we're not so anonymous behind keyboards anymore. Right, right. Um, and you do, you, you get a real sense of that person. And mm-hmm. I mean, you don't know the full person. I mean, some people are completely authentic on camera mm-hmm. based on who they are in real life. And it's the same person. I feel that way about you. Um, mm-hmm. And others you're like, Oh, you meet him a person. You're like a little different and that's going <laughs> to happen. But uh, right, right. It's, it's authenticity that, that I, I think I love most about live streaming. So let me ask you a question as yes. we know, 
um, both of us, I think, have have some experience, at least you had some experience with broadcasting or in radio, just like I had before. And the other part that's really a big part of live streaming is the social media side. And both of us (sighs) had experience there. Um, Can you talk about where really social got started and how that <laughs> led you probably to finding live streaming? Yeah. So uh, really social was uh, basically a side hustle. Mm-hmm. And actually it's still a little bit of a side hustle though. For a while it was the main hustle. Right. Right. And for those of you who are sick and tired of the word hustle. Sorry. That's, that's what I'm going to say. Um, Cause it really was. Uh, so I was working full time. Oh, thanks for putting me solo shot. I'm going to do that to you later. Um, <laughs> I'm doing this to you later. That's what I'm saying. Um, so I was working full time and I was always doing social media and I love social media and I had plenty of time at that, at that era to do a lot of side stuff. And, um, I decided to kind of start building some side business cause I kept having people ask me like, how do I do this? Oh, do you do this? Could I pay you to do this? Right, and right. so I had that going and then my full-time job wound up, um, imploding because it was, uh, one of those health insurance companies through the Affordable Care Act, which is no longer here, uh, the, the health insurance company that is. And so uh, it was funny because I was already off ramping. And on the day that I was going to be my last day at my full time job was the day that they told that company they were going to close them down. So all of it was very timely. And uh, so with building a business. So some of you out there might be watching this or listening. You're like, I have a business too, or I have a project or something that I really want people to know about. Blab, a live streaming service. Now, live streaming wasn't necessarily new. Google Hangouts had been out there, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'd never really gotten into those. I hated, I hated the tool. Um, <laughs> just to be honest, I was like, this never works. And so then I started seeing all these people using this, this tool out there. And it was like, I, I'm sure we've, you've heard this too. It looked mm-hmm. like the Brady Bunch kind of where you had four right. square and, and people would just like get on these. It's not a video call, but it's more like a video broadcast. And so I think I saw that happening where people were just like, Hey, have you heard of blab and all this stuff? And I mean, this was Periscope was around and not as before Facebook live. And, um, but nothing had really been there where I could bring in, you could bring in and shove out people on a whim into a single broadcast. And so I, I don't remember when I started using it or I think I hopped on a uh, social media examiner was have it, I was using it and they, they were doing a Friday broadcast. I was able to actually get brought on for like a 90 second little, give my opinion on something and shove out. And I'm like, this is so cool. <laughs> Ah, and I was fangirling too because I think I was on screen at the same time with Brian Fanzo, Michael Stelzner, and somebody else. And so, uh, were was, you writing for Social Media Examiner at that time? I had not yet submitted oh, an article, okay. so it was just. But I knew about them obviously because I was like social media. And so after that, I'm like, I'm building a business. This is a great way. And and I had some broadcasting background. I'm like, I'm gonna try this. And there you go. And that's when I started doing it. I think I just. Probably like you, I just kind of launched into it. I've been live a couple times and I'm like, I'm totally making my own show. Right, right. <laughs> so, and there it was. And, you know, by that time I had a full-time business. And so I had time to, you know, plot that into my schedule. And you're right though, man, you, you, you start doing it. You're like, oh, it's going to be a, a neat hobby or a, a good marketing strategy. <laughs> it becomes a whole business unto itself to have a show. It's a lifestyle. <laughs> it's a, it it's is. A it is because you do, you care about every aspect. You want to promote it. You want to make it look good. You know, you create graphic cards for it. Right. Create right. Like, you know, now that we have captions in here, it's great. You can create all right. these other embellishments, but, and then you want to, Oh, I got to schedule guests. I should have a spreadsheet with my guests. Right, <laughs> you know? right. I need to research my guests. I need to have questions for my guests. So it did. It just took off like that. But yeah, that's, that's why it started is because I wanted to build awareness of my side then full-time and now again side hustle really social right. so there and it was you, you were a guest on uh live stream stars and then on another interview show that i did um oh, look at twice that. twice in 2016 and i thought this was a a great quote that you had um mm-hmm. and i made a graphic out of it back then um if you can be your real self on social you always have that true north to fall back on yeah i i love that and so that was a quote uh, from one of the two times that you were on in 2016 on uh, a live stream universe show. And I, I said, okay, I gotta, I gotta share that today. <laughs> I, 
I can always I, do that one. Can I share? Can I share my graphic? Do you think it's sure. too soon? Okay. Sure. So, um, so Ross pl- plucked a graphic, and I plucked this. This actually was on Ross's um, Facebook page. So I'm going to put this on solo. So, so enamored was I with live streaming, and and you can see again the name of the uh, the, the that platform which shan't, shan't be named. But um, I was so enamored of live streaming, and I was so into um, Twitter and and Twitter chats. I created a Twitter chat, which to this day, I think it's still the only ha- only Twitter chat that was do- solely dedicated to live streaming the general medium. Uh, but it's co- was called Let's Live Stream. And Ross Brand, you were my very first inaugural guest on that Twitter chat. And it was a Twitter chat about live streaming. And then eventually I actually incorporated live streaming into it, which, oh, my God, that turned into a big snowball of stuff. <laughs> Oh my um, gosh. Do you I remember mean, that? It's it's hard to imagine. That's two years ago. And and the topic was blab. Like blab was like synonymous with hosting a talk show at that time. Yeah, it totally was. And and you were great because I and it was I had to say too, so let me just drop I'll drop this down because I this is we're gonna get, get into a very authentic moment here. Uh Ross Brandt. You were always like the hugest supporter of live streamers. You were always there for people who were trying to build a live stream, you know, the the uh, re- repetition and the consistency of it. Anytime someone was trying something new, you were there. You were watching the live streams, which is no, that's a tall order because that was a lot of content to, to sit there and, and be, be there through it. But you were also like telling people you'd share, you'd comment, you'd engage. You made live streams so much more. So, oh, <laughs> you look even better now. Thanks a lot. Um, thank you, Tish. I, was that a compliment? I think that was good. Um, but uh, but seriously, you were always there supporting all the live streamers. And okay. it was so great because I was able to like say, I want to start this Twitter chat about live stream. Will you be my first guest? And you were like, yeah totes and then you just came on and it was great it's so i think i know i'm not the only person who thinks that too so you you guys right. you really did bring a lot of support to that community that was growing well thanks i i was excited i was excited to be the first guest on the show i was totally totally honored and you know it's funny because like i think i started in october and did my first show in in late november right mm-hmm. and that's april not like it's like you know, a year away or it's, it's all that was so compressed. That was such like a, a busy time, but I yeah. know it seemed like you came into live streaming a little bit after I did, mm-hmm. because I remember when I first saw you live streaming, like, wow, she's really professional. She's really good. And, you know, one of the things that you did, like most people did talk shows on blab with multiple people mm-hmm. and you would hold down your own show talking about, some aspect of social media for like 40 minutes and you would yeah. take questions and you would follow the chat. What you ultimately ended up doing with let's live stream. Mm-hmm. And then you turn that into both a Twitter chat and a live stream. Because when I came back, I don't know, a year later, whenever it was to be a guest again, <laughs> it was a live stream show and I was a guest and yeah. multiple windows and changing shots and the whole thing. And um, it was a Twitter chat too, but it, it was both. But um, no, when you came into live streaming, it, it definitely like, you now it just, to me, it, you announced yourself as like, you're a professional and you know, broadcasting and you know social and um i mean i i didn't have like it took me a while till i was ready to go live by myself but you you went live by yourself like right away and in blab like not not the old grab the cell phone (laughs) and you know hey guys what's going on you know tap it up for some hearts or whatever but (laughs) you would sit there and you would take a, a a subject like you know I don't know how to grow your audience on Instagram and you would spend 40 minutes talking about it. And there was never like a drop off. There was never like a (laughs) moment where you were lost or anything and you would address the chat and everything. So I, I still don't know how you multicast like you do, but anyway, that was, I thought that was like something that I remember very clearly from live streaming when you kind of joined the, community or the genre or whatever you want. Yeah. Well, and uh, if I may, I'll say something about that. You guys, um, I know there's been, we've even had some shows. Some of the hosts on be live have talked about it. What do you do if you go on and nobody watches or you get like one viewer or maybe two viewers? I mean, you can sit there through a whole video and 
if you just are talk feel like you're talking to nobody you can you know you can see who's watching mm-hmm. who leaves because <laughs> we, we all those little indicators saying okay well these people are watching and they're dropping off and they're coming back in and here you have new people <laughs> so you can see all that stuff and it's incredibly disconcerting because i mean you you can feel like you're talking to nobody and and I had a few broadcasts like that. I just want to put that out there. And Ross, you may have been there too, where uh, particularly with Blab, because you know that that platform has gone now, and it didn't. I don't know that it even had like the replay power that Facebook Live does. Well, I, nothing is like I, Facebook yeah. Live where they started playing in somebody's feed, yeah. whether they're looking for it or not. Yeah. So we didn't even have that. So it's not like you could say, oh, well, somebody will watch the replay. Uh, so it is, it can be very disconcerting. So if anybody is watching this and thinking, I can't go live, what if nobody watches? Uh, we've all been there. <laughs> you know, we, we learned and cut our teeth on that platform where we're like, I'm going to go live and maybe like one person, you know, who they, they seem to watch all my broadcasts because they think my hair is cute or whatever. Okay. But, you know, you're hoping that it's good content and that would bring people back with the consistency of it. Um, and to that, I want to bounce back to you, too, because one thing that you started doing, and you mentioned this a little earlier, where you did start a show, uh, with was it the Daily Update? Is that what you called it? I started doing that. When did I start doing that? I guess in the summer of 2016, I started doing the Daily Livestream Update. <laughs> yeah. And that was amazing i i still kind of sit in awe of that because i know you have full-time things going on as well and and to know that you were putting in the time to scope out what live streams were happening that day and you gave kind of like a rundown you know of like mm-hmm. here's what to watch today right right it changed every day i mean i don't know if you want to talk a little bit about how that evolved and you know how much work that took (laughs) it was a lot of work to stay on top of what people were doing and getting people to like submit their shows and give all the details and stuff like that um but i mean it was it was really like a great learning experience doing that every day getting used to um being on camera by myself producing it by myself like um switching the shots and changing you know each time a different show i talked about i had to have a different shot for that so it was lining all that up and and now I, I after a while i stopped i stopped doing it i did it i think about 10 months and then um other things came along um and i've started it up again i started doing some video when i started it up again and then i decided to do it like in podcast audio mm-hmm. alexa flash briefing form i'm sorry i said that probably 10 people's uh devices just went off <laughs> Um, that's why i don't have one <laughs> but i because i really like two minutes here's the news mm-hmm. boom like get people can get it they don't have to like be watching yeah. or anything um but i i might do something video again with it or do a video portion of it or something i don't know because i i think there's still that vid the way video connects is just yeah. so powerful that um but it's a, it's a, it, I'm still doing it, but in a different form. And now mm-hmm. it's a little more news focused and a little less of a of a show rundown. Um, yeah. While I do mention a show or two that um, I think are, are worth watching, or you know, always mention our show, which I of hope course. people find <laughs> worth watching. And you know, a lot of the B Live shows that I think are, are great. Um, but yeah, it's a little more news focused, a little more topical, and I'm trying to. Um, get a lot of sound from shows and from live mm-hmm. streamers commenting on things. And that's really hard to do with video with audio. Yeah. You know, you can certainly grab some audio, but to grab a video piece that works and insert that. And that's more. Back. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's one thing to say, Rachel, leave me a message with uh, your thoughts on tonight's show. It's another thing to say, Rachel, can you do a 30 second <laughs> video? You know what? Go, Go get yourself ready for a 30 second video. <laughs> Shoot yeah. it about five times and send me something. Right? <laughs> That's like, right. That's rather right. than like just record a little audio and I'll drop that in or whatever. Yeah, it's it always takes I mean video does. Like I was actually thinking about mm-hmm. that this morning. So, you know, it was all windy out and I, it was so windy. Like I get up on the train platform and I was like, ooh, you know what would be funny right now? Had I had like my little octopus uh 
you know, kind of the, one of those bendy little camera mounts where you can kind of attach it to anything. Right. Like, right. You know, what would have been a cool idea if I had that. It's like to attach it to something, have the video going, and then have me go in front of the camera, just <laughs> trying to press into the wind and just, <laughs> and then post that on Instagram. Right, uh, right. And I thought about that. I'm like, how long would that take? You know, you can, you can come up with all these ideas to do uh, videos and stuff live stream or not. But the execution always takes way longer than the, the final product. And anyone who's ever worked in production of any kind of video, anything of a show, you know you're always grabbing three times at least more footage than you actually wind up going into the show. And I love that you're showing this. I, when was this? This was August, uh, maybe August 1st or August 9th or 8th or something. I don't know. It was early August of 2016. You were at a restaurant or Panera Bread. Shout yeah. Out to Panera. And um, <laughs> that was live stream stars. Yeah. That was. Um, oh, my Lord. The first time you were on. That's so funny. So if anyone has ever done a live stream from a coffee shop or restaurant, <laughs> look how young we were. Back oh, then. look at my hair. It's interesting. no i remember that so uh, that's why i wanted if anybody's ever done a live stream or joined a live stream from a coffee shop or you know somewhere where it's like public wi-fi uh pop pop public in the comments or something like that because i um that was at panera and i remember (laughs) i was getting so frustrated so that was a week again this is what you do when you live stream you just it's mobile all the time I was working out of a Panera while my child was at, um, I was in Boulder, which is a good 90 minutes from Denver. And uh, I was just working during the week while she was at a camp right there. And so I remember that. That was a week I had Carlos Skill on a show I was doing. And I was on your show. And there were people clattering plates like a few feet from where I was sitting. And I'm like, nobody can hear. But we made it work. And it was, it was enough Wi-Fi to get it done. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, look at me. I'm sitting in the dark there. got the old microphone <laughs> using the built-in webcam. But you know what? In terms of what you can do, mm-hmm. all, all these other things, and not like my lighting is all that great now, but it's certainly there. There's some lighting, right? Right. But, um, you know, all these things that you upgrade with gear, mm-hmm. it, it'll happen in time when you're, when you're ready. But the ability... Really, the ability to do a show and do a quality show, you're not limited by Mm-mm. having an inexpensive setup and just getting going, and, and then you can learn it along the way. If the quality is there and the content is there, mm-hmm. the other things, will be you'll be forgiven for not having the other things. If yeah. you could have the best equipment, the nicest studio, the professional photography, lighting, and all that stuff, <laughs> and if there's nothing worth listening to, because it's it's really the conversation is the most important thing when mm-hmm. you're doing a talk show or an interview show. Now we do have people from, um, you know, from best of that we featured on best of be live for whom the visual is an extremely important part of what they do, right. like showing crafts or they're, you know, showing how they, um, how they do workouts or how they cook food or things like that, where, you know, you have to be able to see it, right? You can't do yeah. that in the dark room. It's not just, what they say but um depending on what you're doing um there's a very good chance that the conversation and what you have to say your audio the audio side of it is the most important aspect and if people mm-hmm. can hear and understand that that's more important than how great a picture you have or how good your lighting is or whether you you know put on the right outfit or whatever now that's just that's just kind of how it is, right? Because yeah. you know, this kind of talking head thing and and something something has to be worth talking about, right? Or <laughs> or that's the that's kind of the reason. So before I beat that dead horse and nobody's interested anymore, let's <laughs> let's go on to the next uh the next topic. Uh I have so this segues again. Okay. It's all about the segues, people. Mm-hmm. This is also a thing that you learn and, and you have to pluck the little thing out saying, Okay, how can I tie this into to something that makes sense? You were just talking about audio right. and you're talking about how important it is. Um, you know, sometimes the visual is more important, but we've, we've harped on this before. As mm-hmm. long as I can hear you right. clearly, um, you're pretty good to go. And we've run into that before. If, if you don't have the audio, there's really no point to even continue the live stream with the, that guest. Do something different. Um, so let me ask you this, and, and we can both talk about this a little bit, mm-hmm. but 
you just talked about the evolution of tech. You know, you can go live as easily as with, hey, here, I'm going to use this phone that I have and the little earbud that came with it. Um, and that's going to be my microphone and my camera. Um, and that you can build up from that. Um, I am probably never going to have the studio that Owen or Jeff have. Okay. Right. And I'm okay with that um, because they are their Disney World studios. They're so cool. <laughs> but I'm okay with what I have. It works. Um, so, and I'd love to ask you about how you evolved with your tech because that's something I've always admired that you always really do drill down and saying, what, what microphone are you using? Mm -hmm. uh, do you use a switcher? You know, what camera are you using and stuff? So, I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about sure. how, how that evolved with you and then I can go into mine, but um, share with us what, what you, uh, how you developed that. So I started out with an entry-level microphone. I got the um, Samson Q2U, which plugs in USB. It also comes with the ability to plug it in XLR if you wanted to plug it into uh, a mixer or something like that. But I just plugged it in USB. It's a lot like the ATR2100, which I believe you're using right now and is pretty popular with um, a lot of live streamers. But yeah. anyway, I, I, I like the Samson, just my personal taste. I, I like the way it sounded a little bit better, um, mm -hmm. but we're talking a $50 microphone, right? $14 boom arm and a mm -hmm. little foam windscreen to put on top of it that was maybe $299, right? So yeah. we're talking a very inexpensive, and that was that was it, right? Mm -hmm. And I, I used headphones that I had lying around for, you know, listening to music or whatever, and that that's how I got started, and that was pretty much my gear all the way mm -hmm you know, until a few months ago, except that I did add Wirecast in the middle of 2016, um, which I got thinking I was going to use it to live stream. But I really like the ease of using platforms like BeLive for talk shows. So I ended up using Wirecast to record because mm -hmm. it records in really high quality audio and video. And so um, I used it as a switcher, you mentioned, where you switch shots um and you're able to have different different shots all lined up um and so i recorded my updates as though they were live switching mm -hmm. shots and all that uh but I, so wirecast ended up being uh, something that i used to record rather than go live i mean i used it to go live from time to time and i will still use it to go live if that need is there but as far as talk shows and interview shows and stuff like that I I've done them all on be live since uh, mm -hmm. about a year and a half ago, because it's just, it's just the ease of use and the engagement and right. the things that I prioritize um, I, are more important than having the upgraded switcher or whatever. Right. 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 Um, but that's sort of, that was the next step by getting mm -hmm. that. I was able to do those updates. I found a different use for it and, um, I loved it. I mean, I just loved learning how to do that stuff and all. Um, and then, so, so anyway, then a couple months ago, I did upgrade my microphone and then this is an XLR microphone, meaning you can't plug it in to your, mm -hmm. directly to your computer USB because it's analog. So it has to go through an audio interface to convert it to digital. So <laughs> you have to buy an audio in like, I used to just think, okay, how much more am I willing to spend on a mic? <laughs> but what you realize is what you spend on the mic, you may have to spend more on the gear to run it, right? Yeah. So I have to buy an interface. I have to buy this thing called a cloud lifter, which boosts the gain, mm. the signal, because it's a softer mic. Yeah. Uh, and then you need a sturdier boom arm than the $14 one. Right. Hold this thing because this thing, you know is like a tank <laughs> well remember that one time what was that just like two weeks ago and for whatever reason it's just like mm -hmm. and and you had to get a different mic and it was just like <laughs> and we were yeah. like yeah, let's do that <laughs> yeah i never knew why these guys who like you know have a lot of a lot of tech uh lying around like we'll talk about sometimes i use this microphone but i also have this one i'm like why don't you just want to use your best one right right and and then <laughs> I realized last week or two weeks ago, sometimes your microphone doesn't work, right? right? Like, because there's a lot of things involved in the setup. I don't think my microphone didn't work, but something with the way my interface was set up or mm -hmm. when I restarted my computer. So it was just a matter of taking this off and, and putting the other one on, plugging in USB and yeah. um, 
we still had a show, right? And that's we did. And now I see the value, and you know, that's something like if you have old tech and it's not that expensive to maintain it and keep it and whatever, it's it's worth having a backup of of certain things. I wouldn't say go out and buy a backup, right? Like, don't go out right now and like buy three more microphones in case something goes wrong. But when you upgrade, you may want to keep what you used before in case you need it, and also. Mm if you ever do are in a situation where you have a guest in studio or you, you go on a trip or something like that. uh, I'm not putting this thing in my suitcase. I will take a, you know, (laughs) I also got a reporter kind of microphone, which is sort of uh, much lighter than these Mm -hmm. kind of microphones. And um, while it doesn't sound like the studio microphones, it doesn't have the handling noise. So you can, right. Hey, Rach, going on you know and yeah you're not exactly gonna, uh, little you know, pop right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> not, not quite that the little stick thing that he used. <laughs> that was a really long microphone i always yeah. think of like that is like the, it's like a wand kind he, of like, I, I didn't even know did, did he uh, did that actually pick up a sound or was that i don't separate? know maybe it was just a prop <laughs> i mean i can't they surely they had boom mics you know above you right, know right. And, and stage mics and stuff cap uh, yeah, it's probably more like a prop. Silly. Um, but yeah, I love, uh, I, I know now you sort of st- see, I love that people are bringing that forth too, because uh, we've already had a couple people say like they used a oh, mic that came with their Wii, um, using what their teen sons use for uh, their mm-hmm. game gear, which I feel your, I feel that because my kids have like little headsets with microphones on them. I'm like, oh my right. God, I, don't, I didn't have this stuff when I was a kid. Um, I know when uh, when I started, I was, and you even had that picture where I was just using little earbud mics because that's what I had. I didn't have the extra cash flow around to go out and buy a microphone, but um, I did. I did uh, look at. I think I was getting started with podcasting, and I knew I wanted a good microphone, but I didn't want to. And I wanted one that plugged into my computer. I actually was listening to Pat Flynn. He has a podcast about podcasting, and. Uh, he has a great tutorial. It's free, by the way. If you guys go Google, he, I mean, he's got it for free on his website. So I'm going to go ahead and mm-hmm. pitch it out there. Pat Flynn podcast tutorial. And it's a free little set of videos. You can actually pay for a way more in-depth one, but this one will get you started. But he did talk about, and I actually, I Snapchatted him one time, said, what microphone was that again that you talked on, about? And he said, oh, it's the ATR 2100, which is mm-hmm. the one you see right here. Not this one. Because that's just one from the Google Images. <laughs> that doesn't exist in <laughs> real life. That does not exist. The figment of your imagination. That is a Bob Barker microphone not picking up anything. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I have this ATR2100. Um, so it's just a little short little mic. It's about, about yay big. Mm-hmm. And uh, But I got the little windscreen off Amazon. I got a sleeve of them, six of them for like $4, which is great. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this one plugs USB into my computer. It also, as you mentioned, has the XLR. And if you guys don't know what an XLR is, it's the little round kind of microphone thing that uh, has like three prongs in it. You see it a ton on any professional stage or soundboard stuff. That's mm-hmm. what they use to plug a microphone into the sound system. Okay. Very traditional for audio. But uh, this one can do both. And I also got that mm-hmm. microphone arm. So this is this had been my sole microphone for about nine months, and then uh, I went ahead and got. I'm trying to think what the other microphone was. I did get a Blue Yeti because I wanted an omnidirectional microphone. My family does a family podcast where we record each other kind of in a circle. Right. So I got that. Um, that one picks up everything. That's right. And then recently, because I am starting to do more mobile live broadcast uh, and media coverage, I did get a Zoom microphone. And I, you guys, I don't, I didn't know what any of this stuff was. Again, I went to Pat Flynn. He knew what what he was talking about. I went on YouTube and I found Mm -hmm. a video where a guy was saying, here are, I'm rating three different mobile microphones. He rated them as far as like how much they cost, how well they operated. One of the ones he's talked about, I'm like, okay, I like that one. So I ordered it mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, and I had some cash flow at that point that I could. So now I have three microphones. Uh, so right. I've got ATR 2100, got the Blue Yeti, it's a bigger one, which I am not lugging around in a suitcase. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, and then I've got my little tiny little Zoom, which I'm going to use actually tomorrow night. I'm going out with Mia Voss to a movie premiere and we're going to do a little mobile podcast on it because it just mm-hmm. uses a little SD card with no cord. 
So and the mic spilt right into it, right? So you spilt just right into it. Back and it, forth, or you put it between the two of you. and Yeah, it's the coolest thing ever. It's got little, like, you can actually uh, set the gain on it. You can see bounce, uh, let your audio levels right there. It's got limiter on it, and it's really neat. So can, can you plug in an XLR mic into it, too, or no? It has an audio or an audio in and an audio out. So okay. it would, I would need a, a one-eighth inch adapter to an XLR if I was going to do that. Look at you with the tech. <laughs> well, I learned from the best, but so, so all you guys who are just like, Oh my God, uh, the, 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 uh, HR 2100 at the time cost me $30. I think now they bumped it up to like 70. Mm -hmm. Um, and I got it at micro center. I don't know if you have one near you, but it's on Amazon. Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, let's bring up, um, Tamara's question here. Cause yeah. we're sort of addressing it. Um, I'm new. What kind of microphone do you recommend then? And, I think Rachel would recommend the ATR2100. Yeah, for starting I would, out. I would recommend the Samson Q2U. They're essentially the same microphone. I think the Samson is a little warmer and a little bit louder. Uh, so that's that's my personal preference, having tried both. Um, Pat Flynn has a, a demo video where he mm -hmm. tries both. And uh, he also tries a third microphone. And he kind of rates the ATR2100 and the Samson equally, although I thought Pat sounded better on the Samson. But um, anyway, I put together a video um, mm -hmm. that's out there if you want to Google. It's um, best best budget microphone for live streaming and for podcasting or something nice. like that. Um, it's uh, You can find it on the Livestream Universe um, YouTube channel, right? And mm -hmm. it, you can you can hear my thoughts on... The different mics and i believe i used the uh samson q2u for making that video so you can mm -hmm. also hear what what that sounds like um it's a lot easier to share that yeah. link out rather than i know i've hit you up several times saying by the way do you recommend a microphone for this or what kind of mic <laughs> so it's a lot easier to say i have a video go watch yeah. that <laughs> go watch that video <laughs> But yeah. yeah, I mean, so I think either of those two microphones mm -hmm. are great entry level budget microphones, but yeah. they're 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 professional quality in the sense that they're not they're not toys, right? You can yeah. you can sound if you compare how somebody sounds with one of those two microphones versus how they sound with earbuds, um, they're gonna it's a huge difference. Totally. Or how they sound coming through their webcam or coming through their built in microphone in their computer now. Then there's other ways you can improve your sound as you upgrade. But if you want to just get like more than good enough for live streaming and podcasting, either of those microphones are a great place to start. Agreed. And, you know, so I will segue again. Mm -hmm. uh, when you brought up that you have kind of a more mo mobile microphone for interviews, let's mm -hmm. talk about the Never Subtle show. Okay. Where you were doing red carpet interviews. Now, for those of you not familiar with the Never Never Settle show, Ross, could you please educate our audience? What was that all about? And then tell us how you got involved. Okay, so the Never Settle show um, was Mario Armstrong. He's uh, a Today Show personality, does segments on NBC Today Show about tech and lifestyle. And he's always had this dream of starting uh, a talk show that's inspirational and that's interactive um, with the audience that's sort of different than just pushing content out there, right? Both an in-studio audience that has a great experience and really participates in the show, but also um, bringing in comments and questions and real-time feedback through social media and broadcasting the show, the show on social media on Facebook Live. So basically what he did was he married TV style Mm -hmm. production to the interactivity of social media and live streaming and broadcast it to Facebook live. Yeah. And part of putting together that first season um, was he put together a, a pre-show or a pre-event kind of an event, right? Not just if you know, like if you go to most TV studios to watch and be in the studio, like the tonight show or, mm -hmm. you know, whatever, Basically, they walk you in. Somebody tells you when to clap. They give you maybe a comedian comes out and warms you up. And then the host comes in. And they do their thing. And you're just like 
you sit there and you watch like you're, you're a laugh track you're basically. At a movie. yeah exactly <laughs> well mario wanted it to be an experience not only would you participate when you were in the audience um but you he actually put together for that first season he put together an event before the show went live so mm -hmm. there was a, a wine bar networking a live band um you know a caricaturist the whole the whole nine right it was a, it was an amazing amazing experience so i had asked him if he had anybody doing interviews from the the red carpet because he had to step and repeat and mm -hmm. you know um and he said he didn't so i offered to do that and he's like yeah that would be great i would love you know we, we we don't have anybody to do that um and so that's how red carpet with ross got started wow. right so um i would interview i would do like an hour show before mario went live um, and it was on the Never Settle Show Facebook page, and I would interview the cast and the crew and the sponsors and the guests and the attendees mm -hmm. and show around the event space and, you know, really, like, as much as possible, bring people into it and interact with the people on, on Facebook. And I'm really, I'm really proud to mm -hmm. say that the show just won an Emmy uh, yeah. for interactivity um at the new york emmys on saturday night and i mean i talked to kathy nolan she's a caricaturist um mm -hmm. and she was part of the cast she was on camera on that show and we were both saying like it was the furthest thing from our mind that a show like going to facebook live would even be considered mm -hmm. for an emmy now mario had a different view because he <laughs> said like, that he filled out the emmy application before they even started the show <laughs> But He's like, that's me, where we're going. To me, it was the Super Bowl of live streaming. And like, yeah, I just yeah. wanted to be a part of it. Um, but I, I mean, it was an unbelievable moment. I, I, I Mario had messaged me. He's like, Ross, it's going to be a while because I was watching the live stream and mm -hmm. tweeting a little bit. And I'm like, well, I'm like, I'm not leaving this computer. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, it's fine. I'm not leaving this computer, the live stream until you go up for the Emmy or whatever. And yeah. Um, yeah, when he came up, they won. I mean, he came up in a they came up in a category first, and they didn't, you know, didn't win in that category. Um, but when they came up for interactivity, and I mean, it's the most interactive show I've ever seen that's yeah. done at a TV TV level. And so, I mean, I was just so proud to be a part of it. And you know, it's wonderful how Mario's made sure that everybody who was working on that show and was mm -hmm. on whether you're on camera you were in the crew whatever you were doing um that that you feel part of like this is your emmy and everything and it's yeah you know, amazing it really was a cool experience to work with a, a team that you know was starting something that had not been done before and like you know is this going to work is anybody going to watch whatever to like wow that season won an emmy <laughs> right well and I, I, I'll tell a little bit too about something I did. It was not on that level, but it was similar. And, and I want to segue from what I'm just segueing all over the place tonight. Yes. The segue, the power of the segue, the, the power of the segue. Um, my son wants a segue, like the actual writing on the segue. And I was like, no, we're not getting you a segue. Um, you are able now to use the fact that you were involved with that and also the footage and all of that stuff. It, you were able to, do that because you know how to live stream and you you made the ask mm -hmm. and so many times for anyone watching if you're like well i would love to do a show i don't know if anyone will be on your show yeah they will they will mm -hmm. it may not be exactly i mean you may have dream people you're like they're oh they'd never say yes the worst thing someone's gonna do is say no so do your show ask people to be on it I mean, Ross and I, we ask people sometimes right, right. they they're so busy, they cannot be on as guests mm -hmm. on this show, particularly, or even on other shows. But we go, but we still get people who can. John Tesh was a guest on this show because we asked. And mm -hmm. so I was able to do something somewhat similar to what you did, where um, Social Media Day Denver was last year. And right. my friend uh, Aaron Sell organized it. And I had asked her, I was like, would you be okay if I do something live stream? Like, could I interview each of the speakers just for like five to seven minutes after they're off from their session? Mm -hmm. So we can just get a little wrap up from them. And she's right. like, yes, totally go ahead. And because of that, I was able to be, be on the screen with Kim Garst, uh, mm -hmm. chocolate, Johnny, John Capos from Australia. <laughs> 
Um, uh, let's see. I'm trying to think who else. I was, uh, let's see. Matt, uh, Matt Henshake and Holmes, Andrea Vall, Joel Kahn, Leslie Nance, who mm-hmm. now has her own radio show and everything. So <laughs> you, I was able to get footage where I mm-hmm. am interviewing again with the whole little back and forth people that I had never been shoulder to shoulder with before. But because you're able to offer that service, you're able to say, I can do this. Mm-hmm. And it did. It took quite a bit. You know, I had I actually used the little light stand that I'm using for this show. I brought my whole little mobile set and I had it all there. But it looked really like, oh, this is like a little mobile kind of stand up studio. Um, but I'm going to do something somewhat different because you have to be more mobile when I go down to collision. But because of this, you get opportunity, you get that social proof mm-hmm. that, you know, you're able to show and demonstrate by video, say, look, I did this already and know mm-hmm. how to do this. And it can open up those opportunities. So you and I have both had our, our own yeah. unique experiences yeah. where we love doing this. Mm-hmm. We know how to do it because we've been doing it and we're learning all the time. But then we get those other opportunities, like even hosting this show on Be Live. Yeah. Uh, you know, had we never used that platform when Shant be named, we mm-hmm. might not be sitting together right now co-hosting a show on Be Live TV. Uh, but here we are because we tried stuff, and so yeah. that know. was so such an insightful point because it was actually um, a week before the show launched. Mm-hmm. Um, the Never Settle show that I had Mario on live stream stars. To, uh-huh. I set it up like, why don't you come on about a week before and we'll promote the show and whatever. And he came on and we had a great conversation on camera. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had no idea that there was a pre-show. I didn't even know what he meant by like the event and all that. I'm like, wait, during the show, you're going to have a band playing and all the time and a wine, people getting wine. No, he's like, no, no, no. There's this whole event experience beforehand. Mm-hmm. And I'm listening, like light bulbs are going off and that's like, okay. <laughs> I could see the math I in your see, head right now. Like, I, 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 you need somebody at that red carpet. Like, you not you want to funnel those you want to get people watching mm-hmm. before the show and then getting getting engaged and having that that lead up just like a you know a sporting big sporting event has a pregame show and a postgame show right mm-hmm. like if you're gonna have something going on um but anyway i i mean it was just a, a wonderful experience and that he took the he he really took the risk to put himself out there and put yeah. his business. I mean, this is a guy who's on the today show, right? I mean, right. he took it on himself and, and his, his wife and, and, you know, they partnered with Roker media, which was amazing. Um, but yeah, I mean, I can't wait to see what they do next with it. I mean, well, I can't and, wait to see what comes up for season three. And look what, you know, you and I did. I mean, we took a risk too, because we were willing to try stuff. I think any live streaming, you know, character or personality, you know, you either just go live because you're like, oh, okay, I'll just go live. But most of us, if we're live streaming, we want to be live. We love it. And honestly, our brains are immediately going to how can we translate right, this right. across the live streaming medium? So use that. Um, mm-hmm. Don't be afraid to ask anybody out there, say, could I live stream for you? If they right. say no, okay, move on to the next thing and keep honing your craft. And and that's really what we're, we focus on with this show to to encourage people to do just that. Yeah, and and Be Live did not have co-hosted shows when That's when right. we started the show, and and you had you know given me the idea, you planted the idea, and you said like we could do this, it'd be great, and um yeah, I mean so so it's also looking at something that's like what's not being done or what's mm-hmm. different or how can I take something that you know okay they have ten of this but they don't have any of that or right. whatever right so it's like. Look, look, look to see what's not being done and be the first to do something somewhere or something mm-hmm. that, you know, OK, the show's good. But what else could be added to the coverage and and that kind of thing? And I I, I mean, I, I, 31 episodes, Rachel. <laughs> I know. I know. It feels I mentioned earlier, like for the last several months, I'm like, wow, it has been the last several months we've been doing this show. But and, and thank you, too, for everybody watching, because yeah. really, like I mentioned earlier, um, you could play to nobody. You could we could live stream to nobody, but it's so much better when we live stream to people watching. And you guys, the viewers, just make it make it happen. So thanks we would for probably watching. Keep talking even if nobody did show up. We really would. We don't we... want to see what that would be like <laughs> for this show. So please do show up. Um, we're gonna be back with regular format next week, right? To, That's right. 
two more picks uh, to Best of Be Live. So if you know a show or you have a show that you think is worthy of consideration, please do nominate. All you have to do is go to the Be Live Facebook page, which you're probably on right now. Yes. Click the message button and type nominate into the chat and you'll get a form back. Very easy. Fill it out and uh, let us know. And we will take a look at the show and who knows, might be a best of be live pick or winner. It could be you <laughs> or you or you or you. Oh, I and forgot. Ron, you don't actually have to count votes right now. I didn't have to drag it I out. Don't, that I know, but you did a really good job. I don't have any votes to count, but um, <laughs> I will point out and I made this Ross. I don't know if you saw it, but I did do it. Uh, if anyone would like to have me send you or have a chance to win uh, one of these mugs and a Ross mug and have two <laughs> mugs like this. If you record a little video of yourself in the comments, it has to be in the comments of this post, and it's you singing happy birthday to Ross, best one, I will Aww. send you two mugs. So, Or you, I can send you just one. If you prefer one mug, that's fine. But if you like two mugs and you want to clink it together with your significant other, I will. I got your number. So <laughs> challenge is on. Go down, sing happy birthday. You don't have to sing it well. I Just the most memorable one. And I might let Ross pick, and then I will send you mugs. So. Happy well, birthday, nice. Ross. Thank it's very you, timely Rachel. that we had this had this uh, show to focus on you and uh, on myself, too, but mostly you <laughs> <laughs> because it's your birthday. But uh, it was great being on the show and a uh, fun little time to, to take out and talk about mics and all the things. And mm -hmm. we'll be back next week to not talk about ourselves, but about you guys, the That's Be Liars. Right. <laughs> well, can't wait. We'll be back uh, next week, Tuesday night, as always, 8 p.m. Eastern on Be Live Facebook page. And have a great night, everybody. This was a lot of fun. Take care. Bye, everyone.